Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. the same exact we have the same exact mother it's been that long uh we are the host of orsini's uncensored mind this is aj orsini and once again joined yes back in the seat special guest (laughs) special every week Uh, i guess i guess you're a special guest today because it's been a while fucking feels like it yeah out of this hell (laughs) We we feel like we've lost you to the world of the workforce, my friend. The oh my the, the earth has taken you. It has swallowed you up. Well, don't worry. I'm relentless. I'm breaking <laughs> these chains. It's happening soon. I just cannot wait for it to fucking be over, dude. Just free <laughs> me from this hell. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I live on the street and deal with this bullshit. Jesus anymore. Christ. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. So we were just having audio issues a second ago, which is half of the reason that whole intro right now just got garbage. I'm not pushing the button again. Fuck it. We're, li- we're doing it live. Fuck it. That's it. We're just going to go with this. And Three this is what the game. day is. Man, uh, it's been a while since. So, how uh, has it been in my absence? <laughs> how's it? How's it hanging? Uh, let me see. <laughs> uh, well, last week uh, I ended up going solo. Ooh, uh, Steph, that was nostalgic. Yeah, I actually said that on the show. I was like, "Wow, it's been a while. This is going to be weird." Um, yeah. Awkward as hell. <laughs> and uh, I, I managed to stay to the hour, which is not a hard thing to do when you're by yourself. I forgot how irritating yeah. that could be. Yeah, when you have uh, someone on the other side that doesn't just over ramble, you can condense time. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call you much of a rambler. I think we're going to be all right. Uh-huh. Uh, we It feels like a month because uh, last week was like me, was and then before that was a skip. We skipped a week because yeah. that was a last-minute uh, push on my end. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I am now on the tail end. Actually, as of about ten something, about an hour and change ago, my paperwork has been submitted for student teaching, and I'm good to go. I don't literally have to do anything else between now and September, wow. school-wise, except for some stupid softball and soccer exam, which I can do with my eyes closed. So it won't even fucking matter. I don't count it as real. It's a joke. 
Mm. It's, a, it's an insult. I don't it's take just, this serious. No, I don't. And I've told him this to his fucking face. And it's and to be fair, the guy who's teaching the class, uh, the professor, he's teaching both classes, and he could not. It's physically, scientifically impossible for a human being to give less of a shit about these classes than he does. Right. Because right, right. he's on his way out. He's Ooh. leaving to Puerto Rico for four years, so this is his last class with York, with the school that I'm at. Right. So you get a combination of I'm on my way out, he's on his way out. Him and I are kind of on the same page about this. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody about gives nothing. a fuck. We're we're I'm a, I'm a 40 year old man. If I don't know how to play softball or soccer by now, I've been failed on all levels. <laughs> at this point, so, it don't even matter. Yeah. So we we basically do is we just basically warm up and we just play games. Like like a like the day for softball, we we get we get teams together, we play a softball game. Yeah, soccer day, we play soccer. So I'm getting my cardio in, for sure. You guys should fucking go the opposite direction. You could you should go so hard in this class, make teams, make them permanent throughout the entire class, keep scores. <laughs> At the end of it, someone's got to pay out like a thousand dollars or something like see, that. The, see the only problem and just the, go hard. The only problem with that because. The only problem with that is that this is a class. It's not actual. Like, this was a class that people had to take. So about half of the class, I can promise you, have the athletic ability of a snail high on LSD. Dude, like, listen, that's, it. They that's have fine. Nothing. That's what makes it more interesting. <laughs> you got like They got, like, 12 people on the field. Only three of them really know how to play soccer. Listen, the, the clutch crazy. players will step up. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Unless we get, like, a surprise star. Put a thousand dollars on the table at the end of the class, oh, pays out to the winner. You got your highest, two highest skilled people as captains, pick teams, and just go for it. Fuck, even if it's between the two captains, the bet. Put the money <laughs> on the wood. One of us can carry the team to victory. There you go. Put the money on the wood. Put the money on the wood. That's, That's it. it. Like Scotty Pippen says, if the money, is, if the plane is good, put the money on the wood. That's, That's it. it. Let's, let's do it. Speaking of which, I have now watched the Last Dash documentary for a third complete time. The what? The Last Dance documentary. I have no clue what that is. You have is. no clue what that is. Okay. No. That's actually pretty cool because I know you don't. Do you Do you still watch basketball? No, right? Obviously. No, you don't watch basketball, right? Oh, that's the, um, the one with the Chicago Bulls from the 90s. The Bulls, but everyone keeps saying it's a Jordan documentary. It really is. It's, ba- it's essentially a Jordan well, documentary. But yes, because. Jordan was the Bulls. <laughs> And he directed it and everything like that. Well, like he, he was a part of the production. So. Yeah, I mean it's not completely one hundred percent about him. They do they do do a lot with Pippen and they do a lot with Rodman and they got a lot of crazy stories with him, and they do talk a lot to the auxiliary people, the people that we, the people on that team that you and I knew by name only. Like I wouldn't be able to put their face to the name John Paxson. B.J. Armstrong, all the people from Bulls Blazers 92 that we used to play back in the day. You know, the Craig Hodges of the world, Horace Grant, who was a beast with the goggles. Right. Like, all those dudes, like, you start to see them, and then you get to, you get to hear them talk. You get to hear about their run, and you get to hear from the people they played against during their run. Right. Where it's like, it's, it's really, if you were heavy into basketball in the 90s, this is a must-watch. Uh, it's because it's so cool the way they break everything down. And I'm sure there's a little bias in there. Like you said, Jordan had his hand in a lot of the stuff that was done. Right. But they recently released something about being unhappy with that documentary because of the way it painted him. So <clears throat> he's releasing a book. They were talking about it recently. That's the only reason why I know what you're talking about. Because yeah. I heard about the whole Pippin releasing a book and him being 
really upset that people keep putting disrespect on his name and he keeps trying to say look man Jordan's Jordan. Yeah, there's a section. Pippen is fucking uh, Pippen, too, and people don't put respect on his name. There's, I want to say there's 10 episodes. It's broken up into 10 episodes, and I think it's episode 8, where it really starts to break down his relationship with the rest of the Bulls team Mm -hmm. and how terrifying he was to be around during that time. And I think it's the – I've heard it my entire life, but I've never actually heard Jordan uh, actually address it himself and he did that and he did it to the point where he actually broke down at the end and just asked for a break because he was really emotional and it's a whole speech people have taken it and they've used it on youtube for stuff and motivational stuff and and if you really look at the way that he explains it to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. personally makes a hundred percent sense a hundred percent but check it out but but it's a lot of there are i'm not gonna say soft i'm not gonna go that far because he was a little bit, he, he went a little far. I'll give him that, like to the point where he's hitting motherfuckers. Like that's that's a different level of. Is it though? Bullshit. What's the difference between that and the WWE? Because I'm sure there was a lot of that going on in backstage around that same era. Well, I mean WWE is more of a con. I don't want to say contact sport, but I'm there's sure more expected football's content. been doing it. Hockey was doing it. Baseball, I know that was happening there. What's the difference? You know what I mean? Like, I just think that's the era of that level of competitiveness and certain things. You know, the locker rooms were different. That's all. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that he should be painted as, you know, less or worse of a person because of it. But well, his whole getting a lot yeah. of heat for sure. His whole main thing about the uh, about the way that he treated his players. And I kind of understand it on a mentality standpoint is I want to win. Right. I have the skills to win. Right. And I expect everyone who's go- at a high level. And I expect people on my team to rise to as high a level as possible. And I think that's where the miscommunication is. If you watch this documentary, there's a guy on there. God damn, what was his name? Scott. Started with a B. God damn it. Anyway, it was one of the lower tier guys, obviously. He was a huge star at UConn, but when he went to the Bulls, he was underneath Jordan, and Jordan rode his ass for years. Right. Uh, and Jordan said, you know, I was waiting for him to bow up and show me something, and he never did because he's just such a nice guy. So it appears on the surface like I just berated him constantly, but they usually, oh, Buf- Buf- Buford, Buford, whatever. But he said something on the documentary that I thought was absolutely a perfect image of what he's trying to explain because the guy had said that Jordan would push and would push and would push, and he would. Ex- Jordan would expect us to hit a – to hit a level of success that he deemed, you know, acceptable. But right. and then the guy would go on to say, but I think Jordan's the only one in the room that ever thought about that that never thought about the fact that he might be the only one that could achieve that level. Which is a respectful statement. He's saying that he's so good, it's impossible for us to rise to his level. Now but, was the level that he was expecting them to rise to his level or slightly below what he's doing? I think what Jordan was trying to get was whatever he could. I want you to whatever your best is, right. That's what I want. Well, that's what I mean. That's the way you do it. Yeah, right? I think, look at yeah. I look at you, I see what your skills are. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna give you an absolute unrealistic expectation. And then I'm going to put a gun to the back of your head. And what you're going to do by nature is you're going to scratch and claw with all you have yeah. inside of you. <laughs> you don't want to die. And then when you fall short, right? right? When you fall short, you're going to feel like shit about it. 
However, on my end, you will have played the best you ever had or you ever could in your entire life. Yeah, that's what he you know expected. What I mean? Yeah, he, that's so. what he expected. He he doesn't listen. You can't be me. No one's gonna be me. But if your stat sheet says he averages, I'm a god. I yeah. just need you to be like. If your stat sheet says you can give me 12 points off the bench, motherfucker, I better see 12 points off the bench. Mm. Don't come onto this floor and lally gag and bullshit. We're a championship team here. Right. And we play at a championship level. The first guy that I thought about when he started talking, believe it or not, Tom Brady. Because that's what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady has a reputation just like that. He screams, he yells, he throws shit. But you know what? He plays championship football. This guy is in the Super Bowl every year. And the thing is, I don't (laughs) think it's really easy to lose sight of that, right? Like, you see Tom Brady there all the time, and you get so used to it. You're you're comfortable with him being at that level. Yeah, and he doesn't want anybody comfortable. This is the pinnacle. There is no other place in the world that specializes in what they do, and they are the number one in that. And you're talking about people who are taking steroids, who wake up and go to sleep that sport and still cannot do it at the level (laughs) that they do it. You know what I mean? He does just eating wheat bread and fucking Brazilian models. It gets lost on people sometimes. The greatness of people. Yes, dude. You don't really like it's really hard to bask in it when they're actually doing it. And it's not until they're gone that you're like, holy fuck, we'll never see that again. Yeah. That's why when people criticize the documentary, say, well, it's a Jordan documentary. Jordan was the Bulls. If you watch the documentary from the beginning, they were a losing franchise when he got there. Right. Then he gets there. And they're in the playoffs, damn near every year. And then once he figured out how to win, it was physically impossible for him to, to lose. Right. I think there was even a clip when he won. Oh, damn it. Was it the fourth or fifth one? I think it was the fifth one when he beat the Jazz the first time. And he, he's in the locker room. And he's got the trophy and they're spilling champagne. And he looks at the camera and goes, ain't nobody going to win one till I say they're going to win one. And I'm like, <laughs> and the man ain't wrong. And the man ain't wrong. Can you imagine being so good at what you do? You can look in the camera and say that shit, and nobody in the league has anything to say about it? No. And it's all kinds of – it's mental. Like, you know how much that gets into people's head? Being annoyed that this guy is so fucking cocky, but you cannot do anything to stop him to do it. And it just fucks with your game. It does everything. It's like – it's the same thing Mike Tyson used to do all the time. Yeah. I listen to his podcast all the time. I fucking love his podcast. And he talks about it all the time. He's like, there's nobody in that building that's more scared than me, but you'll never know it. Yep. <clears throat> He's like, you'll never know it. I'll talk some, I'll talk crazy shit. I'll talk crazy shit to you that I'd never really do in real life, but I'll say it because I want you to be terrified. I want you to be more terrified than me. And that, that's what, that was his, that was part of his yep. game. It was part of his mental. And he game. won a lot of fights like that. <clears throat> they were yeah, pissing mentally. themselves getting in the ring with him. Yeah. Well, it didn't. Again, it's one of those things we just said about Michael Jordan, right? He talks all this shit. You're like, all right, dude, whatever. I'm going to shut you down. And then you can't. So then after after like a couple of years or a couple of seasons of him talking all this shit, looking you dead in your eye without blinking, and then you want to shut him down and you know that you can't, now you start to get deflated when you go against him. You know what I mean? And your game starts to go down, and he's just over here draining them backwards with his eyes closed. So, yeah, <laughs> I want to I want to check that out. I heard a lot. I actually I found out very something. I know I'm going to get off of this, but one last thing before we get off of this, which I thought was crazy. You remember the flu game? Yeah. Where he yeah, had the, they, so, they, lot, they yeah. said he had a flu and he still scored all those points. Da, 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 da. So we're watching the documentary and it turns out he didn't have the flu. 
Yeah, I would imagine. He, had <laughs> he, he was like, he, even Jordan said, he goes, the reporters kept calling it a flu game. I didn't have the flu. I had food poisoning. <laughs> they even told the story of how it happened, them being in Utah, and he had just done a workout, and he's kind of had that post-workout kind of hunger. He kind of was feeling snackish. They ordered a pizza, and the pizza came, and they were kind of worried about it because, like, five people came to deliver the pizza. It was weird. And he was like, and then I ate the whole pizza. I was the only one that ate that pizza. It was just me. He goes, I wake up 2 in the morning. I'm barfing. I'm shitting. Everything's happening. I'm having a hell of a night. And he's got to go into, what was it, game four or game five of the NBA Finals, and he's got the squirts, and oh he's doing God. all kinds of stuff. And they got a clip of him, like the Bulls are, like, warming up before they go through the tunnel. And he's just kneeled over like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> and he's got to go out there and run. And I'm like, God yeah. damn. Can you imagine, like, someone that plays at that high level? Like, to me, that that's probably one of the more interesting things, that, like, they work out. They really work out. They train. They don't work out. Let me rephrase that. They train so hard that they can eat a whole pizza, and, they be, like, they kind of need it. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the calories. Yeah, that just fall. everything that they burn from all of the – yeah, exactly. Yeah, Actually, his personal trainer for during that run was on the thing, and he said the same thing. He was like, this sport is a calorie burner and a half. So you have to load, especially if you want to build muscle, you got to load. Right. You just got to keep eating and moving, and he didn't think anything of it. And I think they were trying to hint that maybe because they were nervous about how they, it was delivered and how it was prepared that people – remember, he bought this in Utah during right. the NBA Finals. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what they were doing. It was kind of like a wink, wink type situation. Speaking of sick, I will move on, but speaking of sick, I am now impenetrable, my friend. Oh, is that how you feel? I am, imp- I am, I am impenetrable. I <clears throat> cannot be harmed. Okay, uh, because <laughs> because uh, it has become official as of yesterday. I am fully vaccinated. Oh shit! I got my second shot yesterday. Some might call you crazy. I know some some fools would would say such a thing because I, <laughs> I am exactly what I say I am, and I'm bulletproof. I could take a COVID cough to the face right now, and I will be a okay. Except oh, for the wow. fact that I would have spit on my face, and that is a problem for yes. me. <laughs> I, I wanted to, yeah, I, yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge no-no. Yeah, I wanted to address nice. something really quick because something extremely hilarious happened to. I find it extremely hilarious. You guys might not find it as funny as I did, but uh, when I was at the clinic yesterday to get my vaccination, which, by the way, folks, that's what I did. I set up an appointment at my doctor. They set me up to a nearby. Uh, medical facility. That's where I got my shot. For all you fuckheads who went to fucking CVS and Dwayne Reed and some sort of corner store bodegas for your bootleg vaccines, you need to be more careful with yourself. Well, <laughs> okay, that's what I did. So. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You need to be more <laughs> careful with yourself. Okay, I have a doctor, and I was like, no, I'm not going to pay less shoes for my fucking vaccine. Can I please get an actual facility? So the the con to that was that the scheduling was a pain in the ass, but it was it was worth oh, yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. That was my laundry timer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I went to the doctor's office yesterday to get my second vaccination. And right. on my way to the doctor, I just got reminded of how crazy some of this shit is. Did you know mm-hmm. that apparently it has become a flex now? It's a brag. Okay. To not get the vaccination. Did you know this? Did, oh, did, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Been it's been that way since they announced it. Yeah. Apparently... It's this it's this big badge of honor mm-hmm. to not get the vaccination because right. again they don't I don't know what's in it because 
all of these people who don't know what's in it, they don't trust it. They absolutely are fully aware of all of the chemical properties they've been putting in their body beforehand. Right. Right? I mean, they were up on the flu shot. They were up on the TB shot. They knew all the stuff that was involved in all of those things. They right. never, ever blindly trust a medical professional to inject anything into their bodies beforehand. Right, right, right. For sure. Yeah. So it's become a flex. So mm-hmm. uh, it was something that I was reading about on the way. I thought it was funny. And then I get to the actual clinic. Now, in the area that I'm going to, it's not exactly vaccine-specific. It's an mm-hmm. office that is taking patients of all kinds, right? They're setting mm-hmm. up all sorts of appointments. I'm in the, for some reason, it was set up in the radiation department. I have no idea why. So there <laughs> are people there for miscellaneous reasons, not all for the vaccinations. That's how you activate the properties within the vaccine so that you can be mind-controlled. There you go. That's where they put the chip in is what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. So I got, you know, I'm there and, and everyone there has the mask because this particular hospital is asking, yeah. vaccination or no vaccination, we're still uh, advocating for the mask yeah yeah that's fine so i have my mask on everyone there has their mask on except Ooh, for one someone throw a hissy fit <laughs> except for one individual <laughs> except for one individual yeah and it, it's not who you think it would be mm, now okay. when i say one individual you're probably thinking white lady maybe older white guy mm-hmm. alas this was a at least my age somewhere in the late 30s Mexican male. I was stunned by this. Take it I don't back. know why that surprises me too. Yeah, I was a little stunned by that. And not one of these, you know, bags of oranges kind of thing. I mean, he he's of Mexican descent, but he's clearly his English was fantastic. He was he's just some dude who happens to be Mexican. Clearly Mexican. You just look at him and know okay. that he plays football on his off time, right? I got you. Right. So Soccer, guys. Yeah, he he yeah. means soccer. I meant soccer, right. But I was trying to be respectful <laughs> of the Mexican community. Foot. He means football. And he didn't have a problem with the idea that they wanted him to wear a mask specifically. His problem, right. apparently, was the fact that I and several of the other people that were there had already began the vaccination process and was wondering why we were required to wear a mask. Now I want to repeat this. Oh, so he the... was fighting for you guys. Yes. I would like what to a, I would like to re- repeat this for context. He he was wearing a mask and he was upset about the fact that they were making us now was he upset? Aha, funny, upset, sarcastic asshole? No, or was he? I thought. Well, let me not say no. In the beginning of this, it became. No, it started off as, ha ha, bullshit, conspiracy theorist type shit. Right. Right. And he goes, "Oh, what's the point of the mask if they were already vaccinated?" And blah 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 blah. And no one's really entertaining him, but he's just going. Now I've got my headphones in. I've got Jim Cornette talking to me, so I'm not paying attention to this guy, but. As I start to go in, I can kind of hear him getting a little louder, which is getting the receptionists a little bit more upset. Right. So I go get my vaccination. I'm taking care of business. I'm not in there very long. I come back. After you take your shot, they make you wait like 15 minutes yeah, yeah, just yeah. in case you explode or something. Right, right, right. And right, then right. Uh, when you come through the door, yeah, that's pretty much it. detonates too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case the chip doesn't, it malfunctions upon entry, they want to make sure you're good. Right, they want to make sure you're so, good. Right, exactly. So uh, I'm done. I start to walk toward the door. The closer I get to the door, the more shouting I'm hearing. 
So I'm like, well, okay. We're, we're, we're audible levels now. We're audible levels. It's, get, it's getting through doors now. Okay. What cool. I didn't realize is that that audible level wasn't just him. So I get through the door, and as I'm coming through the door, there are not one, not two, but three actual security guards. One is holding him by the chest, and ah. the, another one's holding him by the legs. Wow. The third one is moving traffic so they can get through the door. Right. Now, I'm curious. I have to go home anyway. I'm in no rush. <laughs> so I'm curious. I follow that because they're leading toward the outside. <laughs> he's he's having a much more uncomfortable walk to the outside than I am, but we're heading right, in the right, same right. direction. Absolutely. They The reason why I find this hilarious, has anybody ever seen uh, Beverly Hills Cop? When they throw Eddie Murphy through the glass window. Mm-hmm. But they lit like a wheelbarrow thing where it was like yeah. one, two, boom, through the glass window. Right, right. They we, we come all the way through the doors. All this is taking place in the first floor office. So there's no steps, no elevator. They're walking him through every door. And they wait for the slide door to open. And when they do, they chucked him. That's hilarious. And I started laughing because the whole t- the whole time. Because I'm thinking to myself. Who throws people, right? Like, I've done security for years. I've yet to throw a single person. I must have been missing out because they had enough of his shit. They tossed him. They (laughs) They just tossed him. Yeah, they just got rid of him. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So did the third guy activate the sliding door? He he timed it perfectly. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't even like walk up to it with his whole body. He did one of those hand thingies. Oh, dude, that's why. So he wasn't. So he wasn't in the way, and then they just bloop. And then when the guy, when he was chucked out, he did his little floppy roll or whatever. The That's third hilarious. guy stayed outside, and the two guys went back in. So I leave the clinic or what? Because I'm not trying to get hit, right? So I'm just going right, to leave right. real quick. I'll watch from the safety of the outside. Right. And the sure. reason why the third guy apparently is staying outside is because the cops are on the way. Right. So he don't barge back in. Yeah. I mean, it's only a sliding door. It's going to open. Yeah, so this one guy's playing middle linebacker here. That's right. Defense. Yeah, and the guy's still chirping. He's still going off. Cops show up. There's a whole thing. And I'm just curious. What the fuck could he have possibly have said that would require all this, right? Because when I was in the room, all he was doing was talking about masks. And it wasn't even for him. It was for somebody else. So I was like, all right, so this has got to be crazy. So I'm about to tap out. I got to go home. I got shit I got to do. So I go to leave, and I notice that the third guy, the, the cops are talking to the dude. The dude gets arrested. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the f- I have to ask. I have to right. ask. So I go to the third guy who's about to go back inside, and I said, sir, I got to ask. What the hell did he say? Because I was in the room with him, and he was doing some anti-mass shit, whatever. But what the hell could he have said to have said all this? And he said, well, I didn't get to hear the whole conversation, obviously. Obviously, he didn't. He gets called to a situation once it escalates. Right. Once it escalates, exactly. Yeah. So he goes, well, I was told by the nurses is that it started off as a conversation about masks. Then it turned into some sort of Trump thing, right? Trump and Biden or naturally, whatever. Naturally. Naturally. Natural right, course natural of things. Transition. Absolutely. And when the nurses tried to calm him down, apparently it escalated. No, no, no. Past cussing. It escalated to the point where he threatens to blow the building up. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. He's I'm literally said, I'm going, to, I'm going to blow this building up. And he's, I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to go get my shit. I'm going to come back here. And I'm going to kill all of you. And that's when they went, okay, security. <laughs> Jesus Now, mind Christ. you, I told you, I, from the moment that I went inside 
and you got my shot and you add the 15 minutes wait, I might have been in that room 20 minutes tops. Right. So somehow he went from other people who are vaccinated shouldn't be wearing masks right. to I'm going to kill every one of you in 20 fucking minutes. That's premeditated. He he went in there. <laughs> like, if you could get to that level that fast, dude. That is. Like he, that was the plan all along. That's a, that is a work of art. How did you escalate that fast? Because he's just good, man. They know These people know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> these people know. They go in there. They pick shit. They, and the problem is, is that. The problem is you just engage you you engage them right, but in that scenario you don't really you kind of don't have a choice because you gotta try to calm him down because you can ignore him, but if he just keeps going as yeah. a person that works there, you need to try to make it comfortable for the people that are there. Right, exactly. So right, unfortunately, yeah. you have to engage with him, and then it just escalates at some point. To exactly that, <laughs> people are fucking weird, dude. I can't. I stay home. I stay home. I go to work. <laughs> I just can't deal with people, dude. I just know my attitude and I know I'm willing to take it to wherever it needs to go. So I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. And enjoy whatever do, I have going on. Do you guys have as life. many crazies as we have over here cuz this place is littered with them over here? Oh, dude, there's crazies everywhere. No, man. I they, got that, but I I'm just talking about quantity no, 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 at this point. No, 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 no. COVID did something special to the world. What it did was <laughs> it made it so that the crazies it, it just bumped everybody up a tier, right? If you were a little crazy, there was a lot of little crazies, little crazies amplified because they were just sitting at home getting even crazier. And the people who were kind of sane started to go a little crazy. So all the just, everyone just bumped up a level and just came back out. So there's way more high level crazies than there were. Like you have people that won't take it there, right? And this is what I mean by this. You have people that won't take it there being extremely verbal. Yeah. Right? being extremely verbal and then if you get them around someone that will take it there all they need is a, a spark and they'll just fucking go off and because there's so many more of those interactions now no matter where you go anywhere grocery stores are getting fucking shot up dude it's insane right now literally just fucking stay home do yourself a favor and just stay home man just ride this bitch out because these people are fucking nuts so, the uh, internet got a little sick to its stomach today. Yeah? And why is uh, that? <laughs> it wasn't COVID, was it? No, no, no. Remember, immune. immune. I, could take a, I could take a COVID bullet right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, cool. That's good. They got a sneak peek on what we're dealing with as far as the creative team in WWE. Oh, okay. They got a chance to take a little bit of a look behind mm -hmm. the curtain. Mm. And, sometimes uh, that's not always a good thing <laughs> actually in this case not a good thing <laughs> fits right into this uh, that actually fit right into this this is exactly mm. word for word not a good thing uh, as a matter of fact it's actually uncharacteristic when you think about it a lot of the wwe stuff even to this day uh, as far as kayfabe goes we've been able to see behind wwe's curtain before but i still feel like there's no way we've seen everything there's still a lot they kind of keep to themselves, the I writing feel like staff they proved you right, huh? Yeah, the writing staff is one of those things. You don't really hear too much. Like you know, they have a writing staff, and people critique them all the time, right? But no one really knows of them. Now, sometimes when these creative people lose their job or whatever, you hear about them after the fact. Court, right. Court Bauer, 
Court Bauer was a big wrestling guy uh, with the WWE for forever, and now he runs MLW. He's doing his own thing. But he he's a different case because he came up through the wrestling ranks. You know, right. he knows the business. He's met some of the guys at least met before. He knows of them. We're starting to see people now. It was always the assumption, but now that it's becoming a fact that there's people who are getting on the creative team who have no idea what any of this stuff truly is, Right. Uh, we're starting to see some facts. So I sent you a photo, which was an exact quote. Okay. From a writer by the name of Kenise Mobley. And you read this. And you, the first question you asked me is, she's got to be trolling, right? <laughs> I still feel like it's a troll. There's no way that it's not. <laughs> you know what? In all honesty, though, it very well could. <laughs> there's no way you do that and keep your job. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I don't believe that there's a world that that happens. Well, let's give the audience a point of reference here. I'm going to read the quote, and then we'll comment on on that. First of all, it came with a photo, and I still feel like, like you said, she must have been an extra on something or somewhere. I've seen that face before. She looks so familiar. (laughs) But again, her name is Kenise Mobley, and she did an interview with Asian Not Asian Podcast, I believe is the name of the podcast. I looked it up yesterday. And she was asked, basically... What it was like, because she has just recently, according to them recently, I don't know what recently is. I don't have an idea of how long she's been on this team. Right. But she says, uh, da, 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 I have been, just been hired by WWE. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling, which is not new, but I'll talk about that later. Okay. I am on the Raw team. So there's Raw and SmackDown, and the people I know that are on it are Bobby. His name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley, and I really should know that. I have to pause there and laugh and chuckle. <laughs> He's like this giant black guy, which is okay for her to say because she's a black woman. All right, all right uh, that works. No, that's fine. It's, it's in the code. Uh-huh. He's like he's like this that's giant out. black guy, and he and the people who are part of his crew, I know that they call, or at least as of last year, they called themselves the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. They wear suits and they're like, we're cool. <laughs> first of all, first of all, let's let's pause for the cause for a second because I have personally known quite a few people who consider themselves writers. Mm-hmm. Writers tend to be very eloquent speakers by habit just because of all the obnoxiously yes yes obnoxiously right. yes, like so exactly. anyone that you know and i'm not i'm not gonna lie if she hears this she'll probably look at me yeah, my wife that shit, way yeah. too she is a she is a writer to the t man she loves she loves vocabulary and speaking and and if she were to listen to this she yeah. would cringe yeah if she's a writer dude writers can be kind of obnoxious a little she bit. sounds more like a blogger than a writer Okay, no, you know what? Yeah. That might make a if that listen, if that is the case, <laughs> yes. this makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah. That's what this, that's what her verbiage sounds like. Because uh, and this is going to sound stupid, but I've I've noticed this with people who tend to write a lot. I find writers write like what was it they always tell me? Don't write like you talk. Right. That's the college thing that everyone keeps telling me. Don't write like you talk. Correct. Writers who people who write all the time tend not to speak in broken sentences. Even right. if they come up with an idea mid sentence, they'll wait 
to finish what they're talking about, and then they'll break into it. She is all over the fucking map. This was a, this is a hard read. Let alone, I'm sure it must have been a difficult. Well, she list. Didn't, well this is a quote. Right. She didn't write this. If no. it's a if it's a podcast, but it looks like they're writing it the <clears> way that she said it. So that I can give her a break on that because they're literally doing it the way that she's talking. Right. So I don't think that's really. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt on that. At least it's not something she physically wrote. No, but it's what she physically said, which is my point. Right. The fact I mean, that she, I mean, the fact that she talks like that, where it's in broken pieces, her. and it's just I don't know. It just doesn't seem much. But I digress. I'm not gonna sit here and break her credentials down because right. the main credential we're here to talk about, she has no fucking idea what she's talking about. Right. And she's the one putting the product or helping. She's a part assisting, of the team. Assisting. Assisting. She's a part she's of the new. team. She doesn't have that much weight. Yeah. She's a part of the team that puts all this shit together. For all we know, she could be getting coffee. <laughs> I, You know what? Best case scenario, I'm really hoping that's what it is. Because <laughs> in all honesty, this doesn't inspire a whole lot of hope. Now, here's the thing. I actually have no problem with people who don't have any wrestling experience being on the writing team. Right. I don't, I would have a problem if nobody on the team had any wrestling experience. That's where I'm lost. Cause if you get a wrestling guy or gal in there to head the team and they're surrounded by people who are going to pitch ideas that both are wrestling tropes, but then some kind of outside the box thinking that's a good balance. Yeah, That's a good balance. Right. So if she's one of like six people and I don't know, three have a little wrestling experience i'm i'm not really that mad about it right but people are treating this like she's the fucking cre- the the head writer for fucking right. raw creative and they're like no this is why no listen folks this is not why raw sucks <laughs> there's there's two faces in this picture there's right. kinese and there's vince you're all yelling at the left it's the guy on the right <laughs> you're, you're you're yelling at the wrong portion of the picture because right. she can write whatever she wants. Well, He's got to approve it. It's not necessarily her, so to speak. It's the yeah. symbolism, right? And if you, if one person steps out and you get one view of what that area looks like and it looks like this, you're going to assume, because you're not shown all the other things, right? that everything is like this. At least that's just, I'm going to do that as well, especially if it's not something that I can easily find. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. To me, when I read this, and I'm like, instantly, my initial reaction was like, ill. <laughs> like, is this what's actually writing wrestling? Like, you're right. This could be a reason why wrestling isn't, you right. know, storylines have been kind of piss poor. It, but at the same time, if you sit and kind of think about it a little bit, do you have to know? First of all, do you have to know the roster? Let's be honest, right? Like if right. You, for, for any job that you go to, if you spend a month or two, you're going to learn whatever it is you need to learn on the surface, right? So right. knowing who Bobby Lashley is, honestly, in this, in this scenario to me is a surface thing, right? But as she starts to learn the gimmicks, understanding, see what they want to do, what they, the do's and don'ts, where they're trying to go, she could have a lot of creativity to help drive this in the right direction. So like I said, I think it's just a knee-jerk reaction. People see something that looks... As per usual. And then when these they things just, come out, it's always yeah, a knee-jerk reaction. Absolutely. And I, that's, that's why I asked the question about recent. Right. When she's uh, when they asked her, hey, you've been recently hired? And she's like, yeah, I've just been hired. Because that's my question. I think you hit it on the head. If she just got hired two weeks ago, and she has no idea who Bobby Lashley is, 
I actually don't have much of a problem with that. I get that. Right. You're new. Right. Okay, I understand. If she's been there for two months and she doesn't know who the fucking WWE champion is, I've got a problem. Right. No, I got it. That's sure. where I was wondering what that whole recent thing is. But, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't mind someone who's going to come in here and think outside the box and do a few different things. Right. But that's, enough, that, but that's why I have to keep reminding people it's not the person on the left. It's the person on the right. She can write whatever she wants. She can pitch whatever she wants. He's going to approve it or he's not going to approve it. And right. there's a lot of times where someone writes something and he doesn't use any of it and he writes his own shit and his own shit is dog shit. Right. So, I mean, it's a, it's a writing team. So the, team, the team's going to take the heat. And people need to understand that as well. That's actually could be the main reason why someone who uh, I don't want to say my mom, I wanted to say someone like this, but I don't, I don't want to use that phrasing. That's kind of nasty. Someone of this level of uh, knowledge uh, of wrestling is could be very important to them because that's a blank sheet. Right. So then now I can train them the way that I think. And now my brain is on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. having someone come in with all these fucking opinions, sometimes people think that because they're so knowledgeable and that they have all of these opinions and they feel like they know what's good for the business because they've been watching it for their entire life, that they automatically become this high valued person, uh, this high value person to the company when sometimes that could be a hindrance to you because you're, you're already so set in your ways mm-hmm. that the moment something that comes up that you don't think is a good idea. Now they're going to start meeting resistance. Yeah. That's people not of that level. People of that level in stature don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. They just don't want to deal with it. I'd rather have someone who's intelligent, who knows how to write, who can learn and maybe not be all the way 100% wrestling because she's going to come in the, to this as a business, as a business and not as a wrestling fan, which could bode well for what he's looking for. You know what I mean? So it just, this it, makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. But then it, it actually makes, I mean, like I said, the, the really part, the only damning part of this entire thing is the mix up of his name. I would love to actually hear the rest of this interview to see what the hell else she either got wrong or got right. Right. Because if this is the only piece, and this is, of course, the piece that this person took out, then it's kind of a hit piece. It kind right. of makes her look kind of stupid. But if the rest of the interview comes across like she's got some real fleshed out ideas. Right. That's why I wanted to name the podcast, because I think... <laughs> I think before you jump on board with Kinesis is a fucking moron, you should probably double check to make sure she's not. It's context, man. I bet you they I bet you this part of it was the only thing they talked about. The moment the moment they got that out of her and they were like, Oh, that's money. That's it, yeah. <laughs> They're like, All right, we can change the subject. So what'd you have for breakfast yesterday? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like I bet you this yeah, segment they on gotta that keep her happy at that point. Seconds. <laughs> not even keep her happy, honestly, because I, I believe a lot. The game is the game, man. I'm I'm learning. The game yeah. is the fucking game, dude. Mm-hmm. To be honest with, to be honest with you, a lot of these people don't do things like this. For instance, maliciously, like they don't really see it as they're trying to attack her. They just see it as a juicy story, and then they'll put it up there, and then it is what it is. Yeah. They'll let it even play out. You know what I mean? I bet you she didn't even really remember this part of the podcast. I promise you she didn't until she woke up and probably got berated with a bunch of people oh, yeah. <laughs> probably insulting her. Probably people her within the and, probably people within the company berated. Within and outside. I'm, I'm pretty sure her DMs are filled 
with shit like this, dude. Jesus Christ. I hope she's doing okay. Actually, you know what? Shout out. Shout out to her, man. Hopefully she's holding <laughs> Somebody up. Somebody go check on Kenise real quick to see if Somebody everything is all right. check on her, man. Make sure she's good. Well, she's spe- just trying to make a living in this world. Speaking of a creative idea that's taking place on Monday Night Raw, I sent you the clip. Nikki mm-hmm. Cross. Let me tell you something, man. I, can I can I just say, I, I know I say outlandish shit sometimes, but just visually, visually, the first thing that came to my mind when that outfit was exposed was she may be my new Molly Holly. There it is. That's the first thing I thought it was Molly Holly. Fuck. I had no clue that. Did she lose weight or something? She actually did lose a little bit of weight. Uh, she she kind of when she first started sanity, sane. And yeah. where did that ass come from? Oh no 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 no! The butt's always been there. Yeah, well, I I must have never been paying attention, or no, that no, outfit no, no. is doing her justice. Yeah, it's the outfit. Holy shit! Nah, she's been thick. For I a am minute. a full blown Nikki Cross. Yeah. Man. you got me hooked, baby. Now root, reel me in. <laughs> root, root, root. I, I root for you. Oh my god! So she again, knee jerk, knee jerk reaction. Again, so she comes out with the superhero thing. Like we've never had superheroes before, guys. Yes, but we haven't had it in a while. No, we haven't had it during the let me, sensitive let me, Scott, let me, the charming. Let me let you finish your point because I have one too. Go ahead. Yeah, well, we we've had superhero gimmicks before, but we've never had them during the Charmin era of fandom, where right. everything that comes out is the worst fucking thing that's ever happened. And of course, I've been watching wrestling for approximately four years. I don't know shit about writing or creative or formatting, but I can do better than this kind right. of era. And uh, initial response, obviously death right no no one wants to give it a chance but then it gets revealed that it was her idea she pitched right and that her idea that she's fleshed out so what what are your thoughts when you when you saw all this unfold my thoughts was the moment she started talking i cringed okay i instantly (laughs) cringed but i i I go through certain processes when i analyze shit so the my my knee-jerk reaction was Oh, yeah, because it's just her talking, right? Her accent and is she, and, and her accent's a little tough. So it's fine. So I, I, that, that wasn't even a problem for me. So I, I sit there and I'm listening to her and I, I and what I got from it, the way like as you got towards the end of it, what I got from it was not only did this is this probably all her, but she wrote that. And not only did she write that, but she's on the biggest stage of wrestling. Right. She the camera is in her face with her idea, her gimmick, her lines, her writing, she's trying to figure this out. And not only is all of that to be true, because I didn't know that to be true, not only is all that true, but they gave her the green light. Do you know yeah. the amount of pressure that comes <laughs> with someone saying, I have an idea. <laughs> okay. No, not even that. No, no, you pitching the idea and them going, okay, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute, hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting you someone, to agree to this. Yeah, especially for someone they've purposely kept off of TV for so long. Right. She's been gone for almost a year right. because they just didn't know what to fucking do with her. So instead you know of what? tucking her head between her fucking legs. No, she went and got her body right. Yeah. And yeah. she came back with an idea. Yeah, exactly. Here's so, how you can use me. Yeah. Look, you have no plans for me. Yeah. So I'm either going to sit here and wait for you to come up with an idea or I'm going to go get in shape 
I'm going to get the body that people might want to look at. It's my body. It's her. She, I don't think she did anything fake to it. She just got it into shape. And then she came up with an idea. She went and got the image. She went to get, she went and got the idea. And like you said, she's been gone, right? No one's looking at her. Yeah. So she walks in the office like, excuse me, you have a second? And they're just like, why is this chick talking to me? Yeah, right they now? gave her a few big wins over Charlotte and Rhea to get to kind of get her momentum again. Right. And she used those wins as part of her promo to kickstart a new gimmick. Right. And I think although the talking was a little kind of shaky, I think if you give give her some reps, man, and see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. I, I really liked it. Yeah. I liked the gimmick. At this I liked point, the way how she, can she it looked. hurt? She looks amazing. That's just, yeah. I, that's all I can say. Man. That's she, your takeaway. She dude, looks fantastic. She looks great. And I love that. And that just, I know I'm, I'm like, I'm talking about her body and not the gimmick too much because the gimmick has to flush out. The gimmick is cringy. It's, it's something you haven't seen in a little while. Her talking is not the strongest in the world. But if you give her time and practice, that'll flush out. My biggest thing was, you're in your career. You're not getting looked at. People get beaten and broken down by that. And what it seems to me happened is she stepped up. She looked herself in the mirror, said, what can I do different to, to maybe get another shot? Went and did it, came back, and now is getting a shot. So I'm not going to kill her for that. And She's I really trying. hope it works out for her, to be honest with you. Yeah. I really did. Then there's that other section of fans. Oh, because it was her idea, I can't dislike it. No, you can dislike anything you want. Just Absolutely. No one's going to give a shit, trash. though. Yeah, if it's trash, it's trash. It's just no one's going to give a shit if you don't like it or not. Right. I, 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 I'm way past the point of arguing with people who was like, well, I don't like it. Well, Jim <laughs> from Aurora, Illinois, who works at fucking Cumberland Farm, thanks for the fucking contribution. Jim doesn't fucking like it. Huzzah. Nikki, did you hear? You're going to have to fucking do away with your whole gimmick because jim's not fucking feeling it yeah you say and, and it's it's funny i want to bring this up because you say that and, and I'm, you say that and you're right you're 1000 percent correct man but it's those <laughs> it's those people that kill ideas mm. and kill confidence i'm telling you man you can you can Dude, I'll give you my own personal experience. Everyone around me when I was doing my own thing was saying nothing but positive things. But it was it was people that I don't even fucking know who would not even say something negative but not say something positive would get in your head. And that's just at a small scale, man. Can you imagine getting barrage in your DMs like, oh, this shit's trash. That's a, that's a terrible gimmick. You should kill yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a like, part of the process that I think crazy. people forget about. Like, that's one of the fears that people have when they begin to even think about doing a podcast. Or doing anything. Yeah, because anything. it's like, as soon as you start getting negative criticism, you're just like, well, what the fuck? You know, like, yeah, that was, I think I told that story here with you when I did the GSW show. And they were like, too many WWE references. And I was like, okay. <laughs> right it's something to keep in mind i guess but it's not a legitimate criticism you're just telling me something that i did that you didn't like that you didn't like yeah right. there was nothing constructive right. about it there was anything right. wrong with the references no you just <clears throat> didn't want to hear them so yeah like, and oh, honestly right. you didn't even tell me if you wanted me to stop or not you just said too many references no i don't get i don't get to see the comments while i'm live on the air i was told after the fact Right. No, no, like, no, no. I'm everyone, saying the comments in yeah. general. Like, it's the same thing comment. with my yeah. The same thing with my podcast here when I first started the podcast. Oh, this guy sucks as a podcast. Okay. 
What am I supposed? Am I supposed to just fucking fold up? Right. Because Eddie from Montreal thinks that my podcast is shit. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, thing and and funny. Like I'm I'm like processing things, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Eddie from wherever says that I'm trash at this. Where's okay? I, but I want to do this. Yeah. So where's the criticism? I don't care if you shit talk me. Just tell me what I can do better, and then I'll take what you're saying under consideration and try to try to implement it into you know what I'm doing. Like I want to well, actively get better yeah. at this. So. Yeah, but a lot of the people that do that don't know how because absolutely because they, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, no, absolutely. It's and like that's when common. yeah, it's like when and they that, say something, yeah, and then you respond, and they have no real explanation, so they hit you with, "Well, I'm just sharing my opinion, man." Right. Okay, well then you it's a baseless fucking now empty you, but shell. You're just being hurtful at this yeah, point. It's, it means nothing. Yeah, you're not trying to help me get better. Yeah. So it's just one of those it's one of those things. I'm sure she's not even blinking an eye at this and I really fucking hope she continues that shit cuz that yeah. is fucking Oh no, they I, I like it. She's in for the long haul because they, you know how much time and effort went into the music and the graphics and the and they and the setup they they gave Charlotte and Rhea Ripley losses to get ready for her gimmick. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so then it sounds so to me buckle up. It sounds to me like not only did they like the idea, they fucking loved it. And I promise you, when they get in front of audiences after July sixteenth, the fucking building will go nuts for her when she comes out. Oh my god! Because remember, we're talking. The only tweets. This is why I tell people all the time when it comes to movies. If I Marvel, <laughs> if I Marvel. I mm-hmm. never, I would never make a trailer again in my life. There's no need for it. Soon as you make an announcement, if Kevin, here's your trailer budget. Just have Kevin go in front of a fucking camera and say, hey, folks, this December comes whatever fucking movie. So go have a look. We hope to see you in the theaters. And yeah, that's hey, this it. is coming out. And the comments will do all the fucking promoting for you. That's right. it, because all anyone can ever do is bitch and moan and critique, and they're doing it from a basis they don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about right? at all whatsoever. And it's anyone. not new. It's not new. If you listen to old videos from back in the day of people who were, quote-unquote, like political analysts or who were sports journalists back in the day, where it was basically just opinionated pieces— Right. That's why when people get mad at me because I shit on Dave Meltzer all the time. They well, Dave's been in the business for he's never been in the business once. Right. He's been a reporter for it and he's had a great run with the Wrestling Observer magazine, which at the time, I mean, fuck, was ahead of its time even before I got into the business when I thought I knew I was reading The Observer and I was reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated and because of those magazines, I thought I knew. Right. But now I'm in the business and I have the knowledge now to know that when you read those magazines, you get a glimpse. You don't know what's going on. and You don't know right. what's really happening. And for someone like him who was writing those things, I'm sure he feels. I've been in the business for 30 years. But there are right. people who have been in the business for 30 years that say you've never been in the business a day in your life. Right. He's number one fan. That's it. He's probably the most established fan of all fucking time. Right, and I'm not. And there's a level of education that comes with that. Yeah, so, he knows I mean, a lot about the business. He's never been in it. 
writing. He knows a lot about, no. you know, talking to the public, all yeah. these things that just builds a rapport and puts you in that place. But yes, from a, from another standpoint where you stand, it's like, yeah, you, yeah, but you're using the word in the business very vaguely. So, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, they're kind of stretching it a little bit. <laughs> you're a little loose with the phrase. Yes. And speaking so. of some change involved in the industry, we're going to go ahead and skip over to our main event of the evening here. We're going back in time, you and I. It's time to go back and talk mm. about the ladies. Now, mm -hmm. there was one lady in particular that we had brought up when we did International Histories Month where we said this lady kind of got mistreated a little bit. Right. And we said, man, they really did this lady dirty. And I know you were just fawning over Nikki Cross about 10 seconds ago, but I'm going to go back to another one of your original baby mamas. Mm. We're talking about Mickey James here. Yes. Yeah, Nikki oh James God. is. She looks amazing. Can I just say she, she looks amazing? I just want to start with she looks fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, you could talk. Yeah, for her old age, right? For her old but age. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even putting any asterisks on it. That <laughs> woman looks amazing. That ass is timeless. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, she she got a raw deal, no pun intended, over at WWE. Everyone, <laughs> I see what you did yeah, there. That was good. That. I broke character. That yeah. was good. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, we spoke about it even then. When we did the International Women's Month episode, the, the finale of it, she was still there. Mm -hmm. She was still contracted. It was actually shortly after that it happened. Yep. And then we brought it up again. We were like, Jesus Christ, why do they keep jerking this woman around? There was, there was, um, she's been very open ever since she got released about the fact that they were trying to get her to come out to the ring with a walker. And they were trying to get her to put a silver streak in her hair. And all like she was like like she's old. I don't even think she's forty yet, but hmm. she was old, right? She's she's just an old lady. She's just old. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay, that's yeah. And they were just I don't know. Like I, I that's a pride thing. Yeah. Because don't tell me that that's shocking. That's not shocking that they would want you to do that. Go no. back into the fucking listen. There are people who did far worse to their pride so to speak in this industry that that's not that's not a big ask to be honest with you yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to have a sex tape in the middle of the fucking ring in front of people when you did not want to do it okay yeah. i think a gold i think a silver streak in your hair is is really not that bad so no, but, but it's yeah. the representation of it like I, I don't i don't see it as a big deal but then again i'm not a woman you're not and, and you're not her and i'm not her but forget right? woman you're just you're not, not her. her right and if that's something that is super offensive to her that it is well within her right to say fuck you guys i'm not doing this because that's not what i'm about so right. i'm not going to take that away from her i just don't want people it's not necessarily her it's the people on the internet that'll start to like blow that shit up and be like oh that's so disrespectful chill out there's been the worse things in the world <laughs> in the wrestling business that happens today yeah that is not even close to that ask so when she got released the first thing that i said is i I have a good idea she's going to wind up in the NWA because that's where yeah. her husband is and their husband is the champion. Yeah, because I believe I said, I believe I said, is it going to go to, um, wow, I haven't watched them in so long. I don't even remember their name. <laughs> that's so Impact? bad. No, no, not Impact. The other one, the one that partnered with them. Wow, I can't believe I can't, I can't remember it. AEW? So huh? AEW? 
Yes, thank you. AEW. I think I mentioned if she was gonna maybe go there. You were asking, like, nah. yeah, and I was yeah, like, nah. and you were like, nah. If she's gonna end up anywhere, it's gonna be NWA. Yeah. and I was like, why? And that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. her husband's the world champion, and, and exactly. sure enough, yeah. it wasn't even a week, and she was on NWA television. She was like, but she wasn't like, there. Job for you. The surprise, though, she wasn't there as a wrestler. It's very surprised by that. They mm-hmm. made her an executive producer. Mm-hmm. And they made the announcement. I sent you the clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NWA is going back to St. Louis, their hometown, as a as a company, their hometown. They were created in St. Louis mm-hmm. uh, for a four day stretch down in August, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, and thirty first. Uh, they're going to do back to back pay per views, twenty eighth and twenty ninth. But the twenty eighth will be a, uh, the NWA's first all women's pay per view. I believe it's called NWA Empower. Like mm-hmm. to empower women. No, no, I no, I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got it's you. But it's gonna have more than one R because for some reason all of their shows Ooh, have more edgy. than one R. Yeah, three R's minimum. Uh and it'll be on the twenty eighth and Mickey James will be putting that card together. She's gonna be the executive producer of that show, which mm-hmm. means she'll be booking that card. Mm-hmm. And uh that was a shock to me. Her being involved in that. How'd that hit you uh-huh. when you heard all women's pay per view? Uh, not, not, uh, nothing crazy. This is all just, to me, it was a little cringy to watch the video. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't make it all the way through. It was just a little cringy, but <laughs> this is not the way you like Mickey. D. It, am- but it amplifies when we get into this next point, uh-huh. this next point is what actually makes this really interesting. So the next point that you're referring to is sometime a day or two, perhaps, definitely within the week. I'm not right. sure timeline-wise how this worked out, but very, very soon after Mickey James's video was released, in that video she made the comment that she's looking for the best women's talent in the world. Right. Best. Doesn't matter who you work for or who you're contracted to. If you're the best, she wants you on the card. And then there was a meeting that took place. Now, Triple H does these meetings all the time. There's conference calls for the NXT brand and da 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 Somebody asked him about those comments and about Mickey James and the NWA, blah, 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 blah. And I sent you that link, mm-hmm. and I could probably be here all day reading it, but I'm just going to go ahead and try no, to get just fine. to his point specifically about the all-women's pay-per-view when he says, haven't we already done them? It's a funny thing to me. I just don't. So equality is equality. Equality is not I want my own show. Quality is not... We have to have our own program. If I told you that I was making an all-men's program mm-hmm. and I didn't want uh, women on it, it would be criticized. And 100%. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I do think it's funny when people go, I want the best in the world regardless of contractual st- uh, status. I like how he said it word for word, too, which means he heard it. What I'm, what? I'm sorry, but from a business person's standpoint, then why do we have contractual status, right? Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, if you want to wrestle the best women in the world, come to the WWE. That's where mm-hmm. they are. Right. If you want to go elsewhere and say that they are, that's an opinion, and you can, that it is what it is. While I'm all for it, I was one of the biggest drivers of it, and he's referring to WWE Evolution, Right. and we'll do another all-women's event down the line, possibly, but you know it's not the must-have of the moment. I think we do an amazing job of displaying our female athletes. And is it perfect? No. We'll always be in flux? Yes. But I think we do a pretty good job. And in my opinion, again, my opinion, the best female performers in the world are in WWE. And if they're not, they want to be. See, that last part was the shot. 
right? That last yeah, and that's part. what and that's what caused an uproar. Now here's now here's Thunder Rose's response to and Triple H. There you go. The best female wrestlers are not located in one company and not even not even in one country. They are spread over many companies and many countries, talented women across the globe. Rosa wrote in that tweet. So, yeah, lots to digest here from Triple uh, H's comments. Where are you standing on all that? I think he, he okay, so one of two things is going to come out of this. Either Mickey James kills it, puts together an amazing card, which let me tell you something. You take the WWE women out of the picture, uh, you still have by far some of the best female wrestling you can watch on TV <laughs> that, that are allowed to actually participate in that or who can right. all over the place. You got some of the best wrestling period that you're probably going to be able to watch if the card is put together correctly and the matchups are done correctly. Um, <clears throat> he just put a fire under every female wrestler's ass right now. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so not only is there a plethora of talent. Yes. But now you just pissed them off. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that Lana, I know she was recently released, but Lana is one of the 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 pinnacle of women's wrestling? Oh, I will go further than that, my friend. The balls of this man to tell me he's got the best women's wrestlers in the world while he currently employs Shitsy Blackshart is a yes. fucking oh, joke. Thank you. Is thank a fucking you, thank joke. You, thank you. Wait, you think Thunder Rosa didn't take offense to that? Thunder Rosa, by the way, folks, the one here's what I love about that tweet. It wasn't your average female pound for pound. That might be the best woman's wrestler on the planet right now. And she's the one who had the balls to step up. So I applaud her. Can I get a fucking uh, can I get a fucking DMD Thunder Rosa main event rematch on this shit? (laughs) Oh, Rosa Britt Baker. Britt Baker? Oh, dude, I mean, you don't even I have mean, Britt Baker. Uh, so they you could, you know what? AWA and NWA, what did I just say? AEW and NWA do have a working relationship. And to be honest with you, that would be very, very possible. Dude, don't. Yeah. Oh, my God. Listen, like I said, one of two things is going to happen. Mickey James has fire under her. Yeah. She is living. She's motivated she's, as fuck right she now. She literally went on on the air and said, "This is a call to arms." Yes, we, <laughs> well, seriously, that's what it she was. She did. Yes, no, no, she it's did. It's a call to arms. I mayday, mayday. We need to make these people look like fucking idiots because they don't know what they're doing and they think that putting big titty blonde chicks on TV is what the pinnacle of women's wrestling. You is. got Mandy now, Rose there, on your fucking roster, and you're now, telling me is the there, best women's shot. Is up. there phenomenal wrestlers there? Abs- absolutely. But to Where's say that there? You're talking about every woman, every great wrestler in your opinion. Fuck it, let's even just take your opinion. Do you truly believe that in your heart, or are you just doing business? Fuck that. He just said you're think of the bottom three women wrestlers in Raw. They're better than you, in his opinion, because they're on that company. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You've got Mandy Rose on your roster. You're telling me you've got the best women's wrestlers in the world. Right? But that's I can count said. on I wouldn't even need all my fingers to name the ones that would even be a threat outside of the WWE. But that, but that was that's only what Mickey James said. She sent a, 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 a an SOS to all women's wrestlers, and oh, they're right. all looking at it like, eh, you know, I mean, I get it, but I don't really want to get into that. And then Triple H goes, 
Yeah, if you're in the WWE, you're the best. And if you're any good at all, you want to be here. Yeah, and, and they're just like, if you're Whoa. not here, basically, if you're not here, you're garbage. Right. They're like, okay, listen, I had no interest in this NWA Fuck shit, this but now <laughs> you want to talk that shit? Okay. Well, so we're going to show you what the pinnacle of women's wrestling is. And to be honest with you, if you were a woman who's not currently contracted by the WWE and you've been trying to get on their radar, I think the fact that he was able to repeat verbatim what Mickey says proves that he was watching. Not only and is I he ha- watching, they have heat. Yeah. And I, think, I think when this it. show goes up, I think they're going to watch it. Yeah. And I think they're going to pluck, they're going to start plucking talent. If you want to get on their radar, if I were you, I'd try to get on this fucking program. Because good I, luck. Because I think, oh, no, yeah, Lion's going to be around the block for sure. Good yeah. luck, because Thunder Rosa's walking through the door and is like, look, this is who's coming in. Yeah, Thunder Rosa's swinging her dick around right now. She's like, okay, yeah. Nikki, we're going to make this you fucking the, happen. Watch this. You know the fucking intro to Double Dragons where they got the two guys yeah. like grab arm, <laughs> lock arms together? That's yeah. fucking Mickey James and Thunder Rosa right now. They're going to fuck, I mean. They've got access to so like the first thing when my wife and I watched that because my wife, uh, is she is the self-proclaimed, uh, producer of this program, because <laughs> she pitches a million things a fucking day. I respect that. Yeah, I decline almost all of them, but I, no, she I pitches. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't and matter. When we watched this. What I give. We watched this video, and the first thing out of my wife's mouth was, "If I'm Nikki James, as soon as Triple H spoke, the first thing I would do is get on the phone. I'm calling Stardom." I want stardom on the phone right now. I need six of your best, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and then I'm calling. I'm calling ICW. I'm calling all. I'm calling Australia up. I need the best in the world I'm right flying now. Them in yeah, where are the Mexican talent at? I need some luchadoras right now, because I'm going to rape these motherfuckers for all I can. Because I'm going to put on the best show. I don't even know what's going to happen the 29th because I haven't been that impressed with NWA's pay per views. Right. But the look on Mickey James' face when she was putting that pro- that promo together, I was like, this pay-per-view is going to be fucking sick. And you, do you know what I truly <laughs> believe? I truly believe, just based on the way, like, the way the guy was talking, because I don't really know who he is, the tall guy with the weird Billy Corgan is the, was the lead singer <clears throat> of the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, he has been a wrestling fan his whole life, and he's the one who resurrected the NWA. They were right. on their ass, and he purchased them flat out. And he's rebuilt the brand, which is another reason why I feel like this this show. I feel like this show is going to be great, but I feel like this show needs to be great because right. it's coming out of the pandemic, and he barely survived it. And what you just said just further proves my point that I feel like he just handed over the reins to this pay per view to her, and he is honestly going to get the fuck out of the way. He is what Tony Khan should have been. Right. He resurrected it with his money and his passion. But he was right. smart enough to know, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I can't do this. So like let home. me bring in people who do. Correct. Is there any other female on the planet? I know we just gave Thunder Rosa a whole lot of credit, but female wrestling wisdom wise, is there anybody Thunder else on the planet you want to give this? Yeah, right now. There, I wouldn't it, expect her to be in a role like this. I wouldn't like her to be in a role like this. But Mickey... That's now what I was just in the middle of saying. Is there a human being on the planet more suited to put this car together than Mickey fucking James? Mm. No. Not only does she have experience both in in the ring and outside the ring, not only does she have time spent, not only has she gone through the ringer and under and understands a lot of do's and don'ts, but there is what is what is what is the quote? There's no fury like a woman scorned. Yeah, yeah, no, she's pissed. <laughs> 
She is pissed. She is motivated she is as fuck. fucking angry. She is and he trying is to anger to all the best women wrestlers in the world right now. Yeah, so she knows, didn't. Man? She didn't really need help, and he helped her here a lot. And I don't know if that was on purpose. No. I don't know if those comments were meant to kind of be an underlining. Hey, let's see what we can make happen here. Right. Or if it legitimately was like that last line, and if they're not, they want to be that little shot across the bow there. Right. Uh, that that like you said, lit a fire under literally everyone's ass. I got motivated when I heard that. I was like, "Fuck off!" I said, "You gonna let him talk?" To that you was like the that? word. It was like, "Mickey, you <laughs> gonna let this motherfucker say that shit to you, son? You gonna, you gonna let him come out his face?" Oh my like god! That? I, I, yo, the first face? the first person. If I was Mickey James, I would have tweeted and I would have added Shotzi Blackheart. I'd have been like, "Yeah, at whatever, whatever deems this comment a lie because this is bullshit." <laughs> I would have did it with a Mori, like a Mori gift. The lie detector has indicated this is a lie. This you do not lie. have the best women's wrestlers on the planet. You have some of them. Right. Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Bianca, you, Asuka. You've got some players. Nikki, right. Alexa, to a degree. She plays a role. You've right. got some shakers. Shayna. You've got some players. Even mid-card. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that I that the comment really stirs up is when you get to the bottom of the card. Yeah. The bottom it is It drops bad. off really it's bad. Like steep. Yeah. Your mid-card is fire, too. Your, your lower card. card female talent would never get booked anywhere, anywhere. else. Anywhere. Yeah, anywhere else. Yes. If it wasn't for their their looks is what's holding them there. And their look wouldn't even be that wouldn't even be what they looked like on the indies. No, because there's no the, makeup and, artists at these indie bring, shows. But no, but you bring up the point not you bring up kind of a little bit of the point that I said earlier. Remember that women's tag tournament thing that they had? Yeah. It wasn't a tournament, but it was like a like they came the tag team when you eliminate one, another one comes in. And I told you I forget the tag team, the two blonde girls. The one with oh, the Bandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Yes, and when I told you, the pink when you looked at them, when they showed the card, when they showed the card and you saw them, you're like, ooh, they're so vintage. <laughs> when you look at them, that looks like old Attitude Era and before that, their look is that. But that's not the way women look today in wrestling. They actually look still beautiful, yeah. but more wrestlers than that. So I, I really don't know how far that's going to get you outside of the WWE. Not far. Yeah, not far because I, and I said this my wife disagrees with me but I'll st I'm staying true to this the women's okay. division ruined the valet they it ruined it can it can it still be done sure but like situations like for instance they just had Karrion Cross try out for the main roster on main event and they right. came without Scarlett and I said well oh, she's part of the package why didn't they because they want to see him without her because I'm right. pretty sure they got other plans for her look at her she's stunning Right. That was the gimmick. She was the smoke show. But she can't right. wrestle her way out of a fucking sweater. That's why she was perfect by her husband. Right. But they probably are not going to go that route. They look at him and they see money. They look at her and they see money. They don't look at them together as money. Yeah, honestly, the woman on the side of the champion isn't really a thing, honestly. Yeah, it's how can you possibly it... sit there like as a respect factor, right? Because we're living in a world now where the women who watch wrestling aren't aren't really paying attention to tits and ass, obviously. They want to see athletes. Right. So how are you there in the skimpy dress with your tits out, but then the other 10 women in front of you are out there killing it in the ring? 
It doesn't so look let's right. Even, let's just even go past that. We're we're in an era where the standalone guy is more looks more powerful by himself rather than a lady walking him out. And in most cases, you either want eye candy that literally just stands there and shuts up and does nothing and you do everything, or you do the you do the the woman that does who's really good at talking and does all the talking, but that doesn't really look good in a champion standpoint so to speak you kind of lose power in that aspect but so but which is why i believe now you see a lot of the time if someone does have someone by their side a champion by their side it's another guy who speaks better than the person who's a champion i.e both of our champions right now there you go so i don't know man i'm excited this could be very interesting or it can yeah. be very bad. The only thing is, the last thing I'll say about it is unfortunately right now with the momentum, what's happening, the story behind it, uh, and the talent that is out there, this card can't even be mediocre. It can't be, it has a, to be a home run. But it has to be yeah. fire definitely. for definitely. it to do, to do well. And I don't think it's going to be that hard to do. You know, when that, you know, he talked a lot about WWE Evolution. I was there. That was one of the fun, most fun cards I've been to in a long time. And that yeah. was with talent, to be honest with you, that won't be nearly as good as the talent that's going to be on this NWA show. Right. So I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Let's go, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm, when, I'm, what was the date for that again? Uh, August 28th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not too well. She don't got a lot of time. Don't need it. Just a couple phone calls. <laughs> She's couple good. Phone calls and some flights. She's Mickey James. As soon as that phone comes up, Mickey James is going to be like the fucking conch shell from Anchorman. Brr, brr. <laughs> Team Assemble! That's it. All the best women on the planet are just going to start, turn their heads like in those scenes when they hear it in the distance. Brr, brr. That's it. <laughs> I, and I know, I know I said that was my last thing, but this is, this is my last one. This is the one. real, can, real last can we, one. Can, can we comment on how fucking, how fucking excited the guy that was holding the microphone was? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, oh, that guy, he was sold it. So fanned out, bro. I was. He was sitting. He was literally. You know that thing where you're like about to. You're a kid. You're about to get a piece of candy, and you're like bouncing up and down on your tippy toes, yeah. just waiting for them to hand the candy to you, dude. He was so excited. <laughs> See, but that's the job. He's supposed yeah. to be. If he's not excited, why would the viewer be? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, had that I argument it. with people before in the past, where I, somebody would say something, and I would make like. I forgot what was I criticized for before. I my eyes popped open. Like I, right. I made a face, like I was surprised by what he it's said. It's just something you're not used to. Yeah, so but, it just but I did weird. it, and then the guy told he like the guy the promo was great. I opened my eyes. And I, I I didn't even say anything. I just did like an eye open. It was weird, because I was I was trying to sell it like I was surprised by his words, you know. And they made the guy redo it. Uh, AJ, don't open your eyes like that. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to sell what he's saying. Yeah, but you're taking it away from the promo. How the fuck am I taking? Never mind. I'm not even gonna go back and forth. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they're saying my shit. You want this? Yeah, to exactly. Look like this, that's you fine. want it to look stupid? Let's make it look stupid. It's a, right. but it's funny that you say that because that's the reason why I love Aubrey so much. Yeah. See, there you go. Because she's that's... very animated. It was uncomfortable at first. Yeah, you get used to it. Because it's because you're not used to seeing it. But when she's in the ring, I'm I'm watching her a lot of the time. Not to be fair, she's an AEW, so that's not hard to do. But still, like I'm looking at Aubrey most of the time because like the way she, it almost feels like she's in charge of the ring when she's in there, and you get a lot of feeling and animation, and the hits seem kind of bigger and. She always looks like she's kind of in the way when she's really not. She, <laughs> yeah. She's like really strategic with it. 
Like, but you don't notice that from most uh, referees because they're just not that animated. It's not that they're not that good. They're just not that animated. And she just stands out. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it's it's different. It's weird. And sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable at first. But I fucking love Arby for specifically that reason. There you go. It's a fine reason. So, how did today feel? You're back in the seat, see? Oh, man, I don't even want to stop. Let's do, like, four <laughs> more episodes right now. Yeah, I mean... And then keep them in the holster just in case. The only reason that we would have to is because you got to go back to the workforce. <laughs> all right, yeah, I know. But, but, yes. but, that but. is all changing really soon. And I'm looking for different things that fit schedules that will be better. So, trust me, there should be a lot less of that. And... We'll talk about it off here, but there's a lot of changes happening here. Yeah, so in the we're we're gonna be right back on track. So and I'm I'm really excited to get back into this shit. I'm even uh, doing some moving around in the house as well. I'm, I really hate this freaking echo, and and it's one of the more discouraging things. I know like sometimes people can't hear it, but I hear it, especially in the recording, especially on the back end. Uh, but I'm tired of letting things like that slow me down. So I'm definitely going to make some adjustments, stuff like that. And uh, we're about to get back on it, man. I got the bug. I want to start editing my videos again. I want to start putting things out for this. I want to start clipping things. And this time I'm not, I'm not fucking stopping, dude. This, this going back to, to Lowe's thing really opened my eyes again. I honestly was really excited about it at first because I was like, oh, you know what? We can make it work. I got a bunch of different plans. And, man, the, the schedule is just insane. And every single time I log into, like, Facebook or YouTube and, and all this different stuff where I watch these people follow their passions. And, you know, it takes them a little while. There's a lot of grinding that comes behind it, man. But when they hit that point when they're just like, I do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. And it just fucking makes me sad. It's like, dude, you're wasting time. You can be there. You just got to grind it out. Stop letting little things slow you down, man. So I'm I'm getting the bug, man. I'm getting the bug. Being on here even just amplified it. Like I said, I can go. I can go. Literally, I can go until whenever you tap out. That's how I feel right <laughs> now. So we'll have yeah, to do it again soon. Then. Let's not wait to the last minute. Whoa, no, whoa. We're, we're not. Just let me know what your schedule is going to be. We'll figure it out. Yep, yep, for sure. All right. So this was episode I have lost track because I was so oh that one ninety four. I'm bequeathing one ninety four. Ooh, we're almost at two hundred. Almost at two hundred. I've got some ideas for that. Nothing in stone. Nothing in stone. We still got a few more weeks to go. You should go back and check how many episodes have I have I been here for? Right. I don't. Even I did. I did go I back from. because you were here for you started for the three year anniversary which would be episode 160. Wow. So Almost yeah. 80 episodes, huh? Well, remember, you started on the anniversary show, so October would make your first full year. Wow. You got a lot of episodes under your belt Whoa. here, dude. Halloween special, NXT UK sets the bar high, the act of unionization, oh. the wrath of Brother Dave. You were pissed about something that day. <laughs> uh, we had Christmas special, Halloween special, uh, top 10 favorite MCU films. Uh, Royal Rumble Roundtable, uh, AEW Roundtable, African American History, Women's International. You've got, you've been busy, bro. Hey, listen, we're and it's about to get busier, dude. I'm not fucking playing <laughs> no more, dude. We this gotta is, do it. We gotta do this it. This is the fun stuff, man. I it's, found something. I'm gonna talk to you offline about it, but I found something very interesting, and it ties into Twitch. Okay. Uh, I think we may be coming around the bend on that finally. 
because with my schedule also freeing up on my end, I might be able to start consistently doing something on Twitch. Might. I got to see how that works out. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. I want to sharpen up my production skills anyway. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Oh, dude. Have you seen any of the Letterkenny clips? No, but no, the one you sent me about the duck thing yeah. or or the, yeah, whatever that was. I got to watch that again. But I, I thought that was just like a YouTube spoof thing. I didn't know. It, it was started like off a- as a YouTube show, but it's an actual show on TV and it's on Hulu. It's got nine seasons. Oh, is that the only place to see it on Hulu? Uh, Yeah, but if you need Hulu access, I can help you with that. Yeah, like, let's not put that business out there. Allegedly, allegedly. All right. Well, we gotta get out of here. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And of course, thank you for enjoying episode one ninety four. One hundred episodes now. Pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's T-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash a j o u n. Please, he needs this. Listen to my daddy's show. He's the best, so I don't know.